Hey y'all, welcome to Shades of Brown, the podcast that discusses the ever-evolving and sometimes contradicting thoughts of a Black millennial. I'm your host, Allie B, and I'm glad that you're with me this week for another episode. It's just me this week, y'all, so I won't be before you long. (laughs) But before we get into uh, talking about stuff, let's get into rocking with Bob. Who is Bob? Five stands for Black-Owned Businesses. And this week's highlight is Larkay Innovations. Larkay Innovations, they provide safe, cruelty-free cleaning products for your home. I recently got their dish soap, their Cleanvation dish soap. It's biodegradable. There's no harsh chemicals in it. It cuts through grease. It's eco-friendly. It's free of parabens, sulfates phosphates, and a bunch of other words that are very hard to pronounce. The ingredients in Cleanvation products are concentrated and very effective while safer for you to use and considerate of the environment. So check them out, whether you get the dish soap or some other cleaning products, you can head over to Larke Innovations on Instagram and visit them at lkihome.com to purchase some cleaning products for your home. And also so that you too can be rocking with Bob. And not just that, but so that you can do it in a green and safe, environmentally friendly way. (laughs) All right, y'all. Let's unpack it. It's election year, y'all. And I'm sure that many of you guys are like me. Like, let's just get this over with already, please. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of hearing about it. Like, (laughs) I'm just tired. Like, let's just... Ugh, November, come and go so we can be done with this. But in the meantime, I do want to encourage you all to become civilly active if you are not already and to make your voice heard when it comes to voting, especially for black millennials. A lot of us would just rather sit out. I go through this just about every other year where I'm like, you know what? Voting is dumb. Like, it's stupid. I'd just rather sit it out and just not participate at all because my voice doesn't matter. My vo- our votes really don't count, yada, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And all of the arguments surrounding voting, right? Like we've all heard them. But I do personally feel that we do have an obligation to make our um, to make our voice heard and to vote. So I encourage you to do so. Election is right around the corner. We've got about a month and a half or really less than that before the election. So if you haven't registered to vote, please do so. It's simple. It's an easy process. Just get it done. Typically, each state will allow you to register to vote up until 30 days before the election. So we've got a couple weeks to get that done if you haven't already. And if you're thinking like, yeah, I'm I'm registered, but I'm just not quite sure. Just double check. Just double check to make sure you're good so that when Election Day comes around, you're ready to go. And even if you are registered to vote, make sure you have all of your stuff ready, whether it's your proper ID or whatever it is. Just double check the requirements for your state to make sure your voice is heard because our voices do matter, y'all. Our votes matter. It may not feel like it. It doesn't seem like it, but they do. And if you look at it, it's clear as day that our votes matter, that our voices matter, that we have influence just by the way that. This country continually suppresses our votes. That should tell you how influential we are and that our voices do matter. These folks wouldn't be going that hard to keep us out if 
our voices didn't matter if our votes didn't count. They do. They do. And I know that voter suppression is discouraging, but we've got to push through it. We've got to push through it. We have to have we've got to be relentless when it comes to making our voice heard, because like I've said in prior episodes, we are just as American. Okay, hello. This is our country, too. Okay, our ancestors built it for free. Okay, so like, let's do our part. And we always hear, you know, like our ancestors, they didn't die for us not to not do nothing and to just sit on our butts and not vote. And a lot of folks will say, yeah, but our ancestors didn't die for us to vote for racists and to vote for bigoted people who are, you know, continually in office. And I understand that argument. I completely get it. I completely get it. I don't think that those who came before us fought that hard just for us to vote for any old body, just for us to vote for people who don't listen to us or who don't make it their priority to create a nation that or to push towards creating a nation that is inclusive and that respects all of us. I get it, right? I get it. But we've got to make folks hear us. We've, we, we've got to. We've got to. We're not going to see change by not participating in this movement. We got. We, we just have to. It's one of those things that it's like, I don't want to do it, but I got to. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it, y'all. There is nobody on the ballot that I am particularly impressed by, to be honest, you know. So I understand the lack of enthusiasm Um, back in 08, my first time being able to vote. I was hype. Okay, I was hype because it was my first time being able to vote. And it was um, President Obama who was on the ballot. So we, we, don't, we don't have that passion anymore. We don't have that enthusiasm, right? We don't have that to look forward to. However, I do think that we are obligated to, to, to be active in our communities and to make our voices heard. I think it's true. You know, we can't sit back and complain about things that we aren't willing to help change, you know? And, and I know voting isn't it, but it's a part of it. Voting isn't the thing that changes stuff, but it's a part of it. It doesn't stop there either. Right. Like, you know, call your people, email them, go to the to the board meetings and to the whatever meetings um, that your city has, your county, your state. Be involved, you know, and I'm speaking to me, too. I am speaking to me, too. I want to expound a bit on voter suppression. It's not as bad today as it was in the 50s and 60s. We do. We do know that. Um, But it's still very real and it affects so many of us. So and it affects so many black and brown Americans. There are countless ways this country has tried and continually tries to suppress our vote. For example, most ex-convicts don't have their voting rights restored once they are free into society. They apparently have, quote unquote, paid their debt to society, but they get back out here and they have limited rights. And of that ex-con population, well over a third of those people are black people that are affected. Legit, one in every 13 black adults cannot vote because of a felony conviction. On the flip side, one in 56 non-black voters are affected by this. Do y'all see that, that, that difference? That is a huge difference. This kind of stuff, bruh. <sighs> yeah, y'all. That's not coincidental. Even the way polling locations are 
often inconveniently located in black and brown neighborhoods. You go to the suburbs and it's so easy to vote. You get to more rural areas or predominantly black areas and it's not as and it's not as convenient. That again is not a coincidence. These are quite strategic yet subtle systems in place to keep us discouraged from voting. But we got to see their crap and move beyond it and push beyond it. Do whatever is necessary to get our voice heard. Another way this country continually tries to suppress our vote is long wait times in black and brown neighborhoods. Just I think it was it was earlier this year where Atlanta They were waiting like hours upon hours in the rain just to vote. That is ludicrous. That is ridiculous. And we know Atlanta is a Atlanta is the black Mecca. That is not a coincidence. It's 2020. Our technology. We have seen countless advancements in technology. Yet a simple voting machine got all kinds of issues that it takes hours upon hours for one person to vote. Come on. We can find foreign enemies with drones and all kinds of other technology, but we can't get our voting booths together? Come on, y'all. Really, there is absolutely no reason. People should be waiting for hours to vote. I forget when it was. It was in the primaries. And I remember seeing so many of my friends like, I'm not moving, I'm staying in line, you know? I saw the pictures. I saw them with their umbrellas and some in lawn, with lawn chairs and stuff. It's crazy, but we've got to be that determined. Because our vote does matter. And these are just ways they want to intimidate us, you know, intimidate us and discourage us. A more intense form of intimidation that has been used in the past is like straight up violence. I recently found out that the election riot of 1874 took place in Eufaula, Alabama, which is the hometown of pretty much the majority of my family. Like that's home, you know. And um. It was during the uh, the Reconstruction era where it was right after slavery, but right before Jim Crow era. And this was around the time where freed people had voting rights. And there were several states where black people had political influence. They were governors. They were lieutenant governors. They had political power. And that was just not OK with white people. Like, wait a minute. Y'all was just slaves. Now y'all free and y'all are in positions of power, positions of influence. Oh, no, 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 no. So this was also the case in Alabama. And long story short, around election time that particular year, a bunch of violent white men chose to murder lots of black men because the black men weren't voting the way or weren't planning to vote the way these white men wanted them to. So they met them at the voting poll And apparently they had it was a setup. It was a setup. And they had all kinds of um, weapons at the location already there. Um, So once the black men arrived, thinking they were going to arrive peacefully, you know, it it wasn't going to be no craziness. um, They were met with with fire, with with gunfire. I'm sorry. It was not immediate gunfire. They were there were some conversations and then it got heated and then it ended up in gunfire and several a lot of black men died. Because the idea that black people's voice matters is just so white supremacist is not okay. (laughs) So, yeah, like thinking of stuff like that for me, you know, like these men risking it all to go vote. Like 
it must hold some type of significance if they risked it all, you know? So when I look at it from that perspective, I'm like, you know what? I can take my tail on the vote, even if the outcome isn't what I want it to be, even if even if the outcome is what I want it to be. But that said official doesn't, you know, implement the things that I would like him or her to implement. Even if that's the case, I can get my tail up and go vote. You know, y'all go read up on that. It's the election riot of 1874 in Barber County, Alabama. Specifically, Eufaula, Alabama. Crazy. Even when it comes down to the Electoral College, typically the, the, the folks that I talk to have, have uh, for a long time not been in favor of the Electoral College. But it wasn't until it wasn't until recently that I began to understand the racial implications of the Electoral College. It was basically like, you know, you had the North and the South. And though the North and the South had just about the same population, the South was heavily populated with slaves. So white folks were like, hey, man, we're not letting these slaves vote. So if it's just going to be us, the white folks voting, we are way outnumbered. So how can we make sure we have a level playing field? And consequently, the Electoral College was born. Yes, there were other reasons why the Electoral College was created. It wasn't 100% because of white supremacy. There were other reasons such as them just not wanting the popular vote to be the deciding factor for the president because they thought that that would give, they thought that would be too democratic. You know, let's not have a democracy that's actually a democracy. (laughs) So yes, it wasn't completely about slavery and racism, but mostly. So now that the Electoral College was born, the South would get bonus electoral votes for maintaining slaves. Of course, all while not allowing the slaves to vote. So basically, there were several presidents. There was a long line of presidents who got in office because of slavery. Like they legit got their political influence off the backs of slaves. So, yeah, the Electoral College is trash in another way that our votes are suppressed. Another way this country continues to uh, suppress votes is by silly voter ID laws. You know, instead of accepting all forms of ID, such as VA ID or student IDs, it's limited to a small amount of acceptable identification. Open it up and let people prove who they are with whatever form of ID they have. Of course, so long as it's valid and all that stuff, yada, yada, yada. But these are the types of things that disproportionately affect black and brown Americans. And it's on purpose because they do not want us having political influence. And why is that? Because they already know we will dismantle white supremacy. And what is the agenda of America? (laughs) To uphold and maintain white supremacy. (laughs) So, yeah, y'all, I say all this to not further discourage you because I know that's all of that. It's like, God dang, man, like we just can't win. I say all these things for you to see, hey, they do all these things and much more because they know how much our voice matters, how much our vote would matter. We got to know, though, we have to really sit with that, really understand the power of our influence, the power. I mean, like, let's just let's not even talk about voting. Let's just talk about culture in general. We drive the culture of this country, whether it's sports, entertainment, what's trendy, fashion, all of it, like music. We we say what's hot, even doggone down to freaking the struggle. 
folks out here glorifying the struggle like it's trendy now. You know what I'm saying? Like, so we know we have power, but let's tap into that on the political side, too. Like, come on, y'all, let's be well-rounded. I don't want to sound fussy, but I do want to encourage you to, like, go get registered to vote. Even if you write, even if you do a write-in, you know, like up until uh, (laughs) up until Biden announced Kamala as his VP candidate, I was totally going to write in Bernie Sanders. Totally. Because he's the only person that I would trust as the president, like the only person or him, him or Elizabeth Warren. I was really hoping for for a Sanders and Warren ticket. I really was. Because they are about that life. Okay, they are about that life. <laughs> but I'm hoping that, you know, if Joe Biden wins, they will put Bernie Sanders on somebody's somebody's something so he can create some change. Same for Elizabeth Warren. Um, But yeah, even if you want to write in, do that. Do that. I, I know some conservatives, some Republicans who did that the last election. It's like, you know what? I'm Republican through and through, but I am not voting for Trump. So I'm just going to write in somebody like do that, you know? So, yeah, y'all, let our voice be heard and and encourage your circle. Each of us have a circle of influence. Influence your circle, fam. And, you know, have, um, you know, we, you know, black folks, we, we will use any reason, okay, to have a kickback, a get together, a barbecue or whatever. And I know it's COVID, but, you know, maybe you want to get with a few friends to, to research candidates, to research, because of course, we're not just voting for the president. It'll be you know, local stuff on there as well. So maybe you want to get together. So this is what me and my friends did the last election. We got together at my place and we took, you know, we took a sample ballot, you know, with all the votes who were going to be on the ticket. And we broke it up in thirds. Like, all right, you research these people. I'm going to research these people and you got them, right? And we went back and forth and we was like, okay, I don't know about them. Even if they were aligned with, you know, the Democratic Party, which typically black folks vote, I'm not so much a party person. I'm a candidate person. Like, you know, what are you individually about? But anyways, even if that person was aligned with with the party that more so aligned with what we thought was best, we'd be like, I don't know about them, fam. I don't, I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, like do get together and, and study your candidates and get to know them. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Facebook. See what they're saying before election time. See what they're saying, you know, after election time. Th- that's why I love Bernie and Elizabeth, because you go back years and years and years and years and years. And they've been saying the same stuff since day one. They are consistent. <laughs> that's why I love them. But anyways, Bernie not on the tickets. Let me get over that. <sighs> But yeah, y'all get creative with it for real. And shout out to all the folks who are doing voter drives and and they're out here on the ground, like doing the work, you know, encouraging us all to to use our voice. I was talking to my grandma recently who uh, she has. She finds herself at the voting polls volunteering every single election. And she's been this way since I was a kid. Like she is. It's almost an obsession with with all things policy. And she, when we were, I think we, we were teenagers and she made me and my sister, I think all my cousins too, she made us sign up for the, what what is it? The ADC, the Alabama Democratic Convention, something. And she's like, and it's $25 a year and you just pay your dues. And I'm like, grandma, I don't, I'm not trying to be affiliated with anyone, with any one party, you know? Apparently I just found out that I'm still a part of this thing. <laughs> She said, she said some man pays my dues for me. I'm like, what? <laughs> it's been like 10 years. 
for what longer? Probably like 15 years. Like what? Why? <laughs> Anyways, that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying, go vote. Do your part, fam. Can't tell you who to vote for. Just go vote. Pray about it even, you know. Got to direct you. And no, I'm not saying, you know, vote the Christian way because that has very, um, because that has some underlying implications because folks swear that the conservative party, quote unquote, conservative party is the Christian party, which is trash because neither party is a Christian party. OK, God ain't on God ain't in any of this mess. OK, <laughs> leave my God out of the politics. OK, because he like all of y'all uh, is a little bit questionable. <laughs> but I will say, though, pray for your leaders, you know, pray that God will guide you for who to vote and also that he would, you know, Work on behalf of those who are in office and those who have political influence and power, you know, that he would transform their hearts and cause them to seek after righteousness in all things, including laws and legislation and all things government. So, yeah. All right, y'all. That's all. Let's get into brownie points. I got so caught up last week in the conversation that I totally forgot to do brownie points. (laughs) My bad, Melijah. What are you giving yourself brownie points for this week? Head over to Instagram at Shades of Brown Podcast and share with me under the brownie points post what you're giving yourself brownie points for. I'm giving myself brownie points for recording this episode. Hello. I, as you guys know, all season I've had guests every episode and nothing was working together for this episode. Like everyone that I reached out to. It just didn't come together like I wanted it to. And we're getting close to the end of the season. So I'm like, should I just keep waiting on them or like figure something else out? Because we only have one more episode in this season. Oh, yeah. Next week is the last episode in this season. So at the last minute, I'm like, you know what? I'll just do it myself because I really do want to, you know, get this out. Because after next week, Shades Brown won't be back until after the election. So, Yeah. And I literally waited to the very, 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 very last minute to record this. But I did it. I did it. <laughs> so, yeah, that is what I'm giving myself brownie points for. All right, y'all. Um, black folks, you already know. But just in case you need a reminder, you are enough. Let it marinate. Let it sizzle in your spirit. <laughs> you are enough. And your creation is so divine. And I love me some you. So until the next episode, which is the season finale, (laughs) be healthy, be whole, be healed.